This second season of the Grown Up podcast focuses on transformation and how it can allow anyone to achieve specific life and business goals through coaching. Find out how to dig deeper, think bigger, and discover new opportunities that, among other things, can change and improve life by bringing focus, motivation, and energy into your daily routine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your coaching journey, the new season of Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca, Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, coach, and mostly what I do these days is traveling the world to help individuals, entrepreneurs, business owners to grow their life and their business, to have more time and more energy while making more money. In my travel, I get to meet lots of people, business owners, or what I call business owners to be, or simply regular human beings who struggle more or less with the same topics. I get asked plenty of questions, and some of them, after a while, become a topic of an article, an ebook, or a talk. In this season of your coaching journey, I'll get to answer a question that very often is firstly asked when I meet new people. Where is all this energy coming from? Or how come you have so much energy? There is a quick answer to that, as one can tell when someone's work energizes them. And while I have been born with a fair level of energy, most of it is coming from technique and practice, like most things in life and business. As I am a coach, it's not rare to add a question to any of the questions I get asked. Like in this situation, I will ask, imagine you have all the energy you want. What will be different in your life? This is exactly how each episode will go. I will share with you some secrets and I will give a homework and let you with a question to help you reflect and move forward. While I totally enjoy this podcast, know that no books, no courses, no podcasts, name it, no matter how amazing they might be, can replace the work you do with a coach. The journey is not necessarily pleasant nor joyful every day, but it is worth it. So fasten your seatbelts, take out your notebook, disconnect your phone for the next 15 minutes or so, and come with me into your coaching journey. Hello, my dear friends, my dear listeners, and welcome back to your coaching journey. After dealing with limiting beliefs, interpretation and assumption in the last few weeks, today we tackle the most difficult of the internal blockers. It is time. Today we'll be focusing on the highest, the deepest, the one and only, the gremlin. I know it's not the easiest topic, yet here we are in a safe space together. So let's trust the process and allow yourself to face it. You see, so many times we feel like there is a monster or a demon who is taking over us. We may not even understand how come out of the blue we feel so down, so sad, so incapable of doing anything or something. And the main emotion that is controlling us is fear. Most of the time that fear starts controlling us controlling what we do and what we don't do and how we explore and experience life, love, 
career, success, family, relations, name it. And when you think about it, what are the best times to kill a demon or a monster? It is when it's little, isn't it? It's far more easier. The same with the internal blockers. Sometimes a limited belief that is not addressed meets a personal situation. Something happens that confirms that belief and in general it grows into a personal interpretation. And some interpretation, repeated more than once, experience with additional emotion and pains grow into assumptions. And some assumptions become part of who we are, become so personal that are transformed into a gremlin. This is the evolution of the internal blockers that can happen to all of us. And by the way, of course, not all blockers have to evolve from uh, the, the lowest one to the highest one, right? Some they can go directly to an assumption or directly to the gremlin, for example. Yet, we can still and we will address them and heal them. And when we do that, when they are little, they are much more manageable. So let me take an example to, to make it a little bit more practical. Let's say uh, one of your internal limiting beliefs, actually a belief, is that failure is a big problem. Probably you heard that quite a lot. Yeah, It's not good to failure. Failure is not for, for strong people. And failure is a big problem. Actually, when we believe that, we do everything that we can in order to avoid that failure, isn't it? That in itself, it's a limiting belief. In addition, you may try something and not getting what you want out of it. You may consider that um, not only what it is, uh, but also it's a failure when all the things are linked to it. Let's say you go to an interview and you don't get the job, or you go to a meeting and you never get a call back after. Or you had a client with a potential, um, let's say, partner and um, they propose you something and actually they never fix a second meeting. All that could become a failure in your mind. And that could be also very personal. For example, dating somebody or um, losing someone dear or all that could be linked to a failure in your mind. So you see, we will move that limiting belief to an interpretation because we created something that is more personal. Like you don't know why they never call back and you don't even imagine that could be, you know, good for you actually, they never call back. You just make a movie out of it. You create a big story around it. You find your own explanation. Like, it's because you are not as prepared or you are not as assertive whatsoever. And after that, you label it as a failure. As that is a problem for you in your own interpretation, you, of course, will suffer out of it. Now imagine you experience this not only once, but let's say two or three similar situations. 
and you fail in your own definition, there are chances you may develop an assumption that every time you go to a meeting, they will not call you back. That will come, of course, with a lot of suffering, and therefore you will avoid going to more meetings or having that experience in order not to suffer. And in time, that could transform into a gremlin voice. A voice inside you who keeps saying you, you will always fail. And it is difficult not to listen to that voice. And because we just want to not suffer, all of us actually, we want one single thing, not to suffer. We keep ourselves away from any suffering experience or anything that could lead to a suffering experience. We don't go to anything that can lead to a failure. We play small. All we want is to be safe. Yet, like Tony Robbins uses to say, providing you want to be safe, better go to prison. And he did. This is what we do when we listen to our gremlin, when we identify with it. We build a prison around us. We stop living. And this is how blockers operate. You see, there are times in our lives when we feel down, like all the willingness we once had has completely vanished. At times we feel completely down, incapable of moving, some of us completely paralyzed by fear, some so uncomfortable with their thought process that they go into overdoing, having the most busier life ever, just to avoid to sink. Some of us just crying and crying for hours. All of this shall pass, we know it. And in some specific cases, we just forget. While in other cases, it will not go away without a medical solution. Obviously, I will not talk about that. I will just talk about, you see, you, me, normal, average, healthy people who sometimes they just need to take their gremlin for a walk. Now, let's go back to gremlin. Out of the internal blockers, the four of them, remember, this one is the most difficult to overcome. Why? Because they are so close to who we deeply are that sometimes it feels like the gremlin is us. What is the so-called gremlin? We can give it different names. Some call it the inner critic. And shortly, it is the internal voice which is telling us we are not good enough. This is not for us. We don't deserve this, and so forth. Now, we all have it. Some of us stronger than others. Some of us able to hear more than others. But overall, each person has it. The gremlin is the one who wants us to not even try in order not to suffer, to always be safe and, and take a you know safer road and to play small. Your, own, your gremlin is not only highly personal, it, it is also highly intense from an emotional perspective. 
and it does has a very, very loud voice. Difficult not to hear it. And when a gremlin usually says, I've told you so, I've told you you'll be hurt, I've told you you'll fail, etc., etc., you tend to go back and say, yeah, 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 and keep listening even more in the future. We may talk a lot about how this was developed and what is its role. Maybe to keep it short, most of the time this is something we developed in a specific difficult situation or a similar repetitive experience, which in the end made us feel unsafe, almost like in a survival mode. Sometimes it is a real surviving issue, by the way. And our gremlin developed in those moments in order to overcome the danger and to protect ourselves. Maybe we'll speak more about it in a, in a future episode if this is an interest for you. But to keep it short, it is easier, safer, not to do something than to do it and risk to lose it. Make sense? That's one of the mechanisms of the gremlin. When things go not as much as we expect them to go, most people will get affected. Feelings of betrayal, angriness, sadness, lack of power, guilt may be associated with gremlin. And then we may hear that internal voice, you are not good enough. This will never work out for you. What were you thinking? And so forth. The voice and the messages could be different and very specific for each of us. While removing the gremlin or transforming it, as we call it in the process of coaching, it may be extremely difficult to do on one's own, basically. And like always, I will definitely recommend to work with a certified coach on this process. I mean, probably out of all the processes, this is the one that definitely, definitely requires a professional coach. But identifying it, identifying your own gremlin and its messages, it's already a great, great step. By the way, in terms of internal voice, sometimes it may be tough uh, to make the difference between a gremlin and something else, including the voice of intuition. And I got this question a lot. How do I know? You know, maybe it's not my gremlin who is talking to me. Maybe it's just my intuition who is, you know, guiding me. Well, you see, the faster way to identify it correctly is to look into what you feel. Feelings associated with fear, down, lack of power, guilt, they usually come from the gremlin. The energy associated with it, it's usually extremely low. Mostly, we feel that there are no options, that no matter what we do, nothing will ever change. We sometimes feel we deserve that, I mean, not to be happy, not to be accomplished, not to be healthy, and so on. You see, at the opposite, when the intuition is talking to us, we feel a sense of energy, excitement, and willingness to go further, to move mountains. Now, we may not be able to explain none of those voices, at least not at the first step, and not by ourselves as it you know, overpasses most of the time our own logic. It does not make any sense. Why do you feel the way we feel? 
So instead of challenging the why of what we feel, sometimes the best thing we can do is to welcome it. I know it is not the most comfortable guess. Trust me, I know it. It's so much easier, so we tend to run away, to, to move from that thought, even to go do whatsoever, so we no longer feel it and we no longer talk about it. But in time, the gremlin not only could take over, but it can absolutely destroy us. Whatever was protecting ourselves in a specific moment of our life, whatever was sa saving us, may prevent us from living now. Remembering the prison? How well can we enjoy life in prison? And how much do we actually not fear the fear when we are in prison? So why not trying something else? What if, for a change, we just take the gremlin for a walk? Just the two of us. Here is what you may try out by yourself. In time, you will probably, and hopefully for you, will work with a professional uh, coach. But here are the five steps that you can take by yourself already. Number one, literally, go for a walk and watch the sky, watch the trees, a specific leaf that is falling, hear the noise, even the noise of a car passing, or maybe you manage to hear a bird singing. Breathe as deep as you can. What is that you smell? Focus on the steps that you take consciously. How does it feel when you touch the ground with your foot? And if something prevents you from walking, maybe just open the window and do the same as the above. Notice what is happening with the gremlin when you do so. By the way, this is um, something that is linked to your being present in the moment and exploring your five senses. It always works. Now, step number two, have a talk. Some people are afraid to talk to themselves out loud, yet it may just work. Saying to your gremlin, I hear you. Now what? Give it to me. I'm here to have a proper discussion with you. Number three, tell yourself this small phrase, this too shall pass. No problem is permanent. No emotion is permanent. Allow your brain to understand the cycle. The waves are coming and going, and this too shall pass. Meditating while watching waves or fire flames may help even when the gremlin makes a huge presence. And if you are not lucky enough to be in nature, video of those elements, video of waves, video of flames, will have similar effects as well. Because our mind doesn't necessarily make the difference between what is a projection, a video, or a reality in front of us. Number four, appreciate what is coming to you even in the shape of a gremlin. It is far more complicated than it seems, because in those moments, all that we already have is not important. It's losing its value, and the gremlin has this capacity of ignoring the results. Yet, we don't. 
we can still see the things we do have. It does not have to be violent. Just notice inside of you what you do have. Even when the gratitude is not taking over, the simple list of accomplishments so far in our lives will create a sense of perspective. So when you feel okay, just write down on a paper five to 10 personal accomplishments. I mean, something you're really, really proud of and carry it with you. Put it in your pocket or put it in your, I don't know, uh, something that you really have with you all day long. When the gremlin comes stronger, just take out that paper and read it for yourself. You may be surprised and you may even have a small smile on your face. That too is who you are. And finally, who I am is not what I feel right now. I will repeat that because this is a very, very important phrase. Who am I is not what I feel right now. This is such a powerful mantra. We may try to adapt. We are not what we feel. We are a complex being and a specific feeling in a specific moment also so powerful, also so important into our life. It is not our life. It is not who we are. Simply because no one can feel only one thing and nothing else for their entire life. Life is a complex combination of feelings, emotions, thoughts, actions, and so much more. Yet, on moments, we may feel something that may look like this. Who am I? You're definitely not your gremlin. So hopefully you write it down, those five steps. I will quickly go back into it. Go for a walk. Have a talk with your gremlin. Tell yourself, this too shall pass. Appreciate what is coming, even if it's in the place of a gremlin. Make that list of those five, ten personal accomplishments and carry you with you in your purse or in your bag. And then finally, repeat this powerful mantra. Who am I is not what I feel right now. You see, some changes are more difficult to make or as we usually say, to decide. In the same time, the most important is to have faith that there is a process to deal with it. And it is more linked to being aware and recognize it and decide to change than the strategy on how to get there. We may explore a little more this vast topic in the future. For now, here is your homework. Now, for your homework, think about something that is holding you back. What, what is the personal message you hear in your head? It is something like, um, I don't deserve to be happy or I cannot be loved or nobody can ever love me or somebody like me or I will never be successful or I am not good enough. Your homework is to find inside yourself your personal message and to know that each time you hear that message, it is not you, it is your gremlin who is taking over. You see, the first step is awareness. 
Once we know what it is, it becomes easier to deal with. And when we are aware, we are first less afraid and second, more capable of moving out of it. And for those who want to go further, you may ask yourself this question. How true is that I tried everything and it is never or it was never working? Remember, each time we use words like always, never, everything, etc., they cannot be true and can be an indication of a blockage. Try to be aware of those words and consciously change them. Each time you identify that message, use a slightly different phrase like, the things I've tried so far did not work. In this current moment, it feels I don't have a solution. Or there are some things in my life that are not working as I like them to. Find your own phrase. Write it down and keep it somewhere on your phone or on your fridge so you can remember it immediately when you start feeling down and hearing that gremlin voice and that gremlin initial message. Now, definitely I'm looking forward to hearing how this is working for you. And providing you want to know more um, about this topic, please just send us your questions, your comments, your challenges, so I can bring more perspective. This is, um, by the way, probably one of the top, I mean, the, the, the most difficult topics to deal with when we do coaching. And it is not at all a five-minute topic. So we were just exploring a little bit what we can do. And sometimes, sometimes it takes only five minutes to decide and start doing something about it. And as we've reached the end of this episode, I want to leave you with this final thought. Your largest fear carries the greatest growth. Your largest fear carries the greatest growth. Whatever your gremlin says, I know you can overcome your fear and transform it into something greater than you ever imagined. There is something there in you already and it's not your gremlin. Till next time, please enjoy and share it with a friend. This is your coaching journey. Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.